Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, it's the final episode of our summer entertainment guide where we help you make the most of the hot season. Because even though we've had cooler weather recently, we could touch 90 degrees this weekend. That's why the queen of cool Minerva Jane is with us sharing her best tips to beat the heat in Boise. It's Thursday, June 22nd. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Minerva. So good to have you back. Hi, Emma. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. I know. I've, I've been loving this cool, rainy weather. I know you're probably in heaven, right? The gratitude coursing through my veins <laughs> that it has not yet even been in the 90s, much less the 100s, is I can't even express the depth of that gratitude. Like, I am in heaven. I think a lot of people are feeling that. I have seen a couple people complain, but I think most of us are remembering, you know, the years past here where it was already 100 in June and we're all just like, this is what it felt like in Idaho when I was a kid. Like June was cold and rainy really often. So I'm actually really digging it. But I think you might be kind of overall in the minority of people in Boise who prefer cold weather to hot. Have you always liked the cooler weather or was there a time where you were total summer girly? What what changed? I have never been, never been a summer girly ever, (laughs) not ever in my entire life. I have always appreciated the overcast and cooler days uh, for sure. And I know I'm in the minority because people tell me all the time, Um, you know, I'm terrible on social media because I will always express my joy at a cold or rainy overcast day and people get so mad because they (laughs) apparently like baking to death. I don't know. But I'm like, um, every drop of rain is a blessing. Okay, we need every single drop we can get. So I need you to reframe the way you're thinking about weather. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's what is your threshold for too hot? Like, are we talking only like when it gets to triple digits over 90? Like what is too hot for you? Uh, well, I, I say anything over 70 and I start to get grumpy. Like I really, <laughs> so I, really uh, a cool weather a, gal. I am. And I don't, I'm not sure how I ended up here. It's just another piece of evidence that maybe I might be, um, from another planet or something. And I was actually just put here in Idaho as an experiment or something <laughs> or a punishment, maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't think I belong here at least not meteorologically speaking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I like summer and I've always been, I've always loved summer. As a kid, I loved summer. But with climate change making 100 plus degrees, you know, like I think last year, what, we had like 22 days of over 100 plus days and it just goes on for weeks. And I'm starting to get so tired of it. Like, I feel like I've started to kind of hate summer. Like I'm, I'm joining the cool weather Minerva camp for sure. 
Yay. Come to the cool side. Uh, (laughs) But I think that that's, you know, the thing is, is that people are always so, so excited for it to get hot. And they're excited for like three and a half days. And then they start complaining. And I'm like, yeah, you see, you don't really love it as much as you think you do. (laughs) Yeah. And they'll say like, oh, here they always say, well, at least it's a dry heat. Does that give you any comfort, Minerva, knowing it's a dry heat? (laughs) Absolutely not, because I don't want to look like a cracked, dry creek bed when I'm older. I actually have, when I've spent time in places like Atlanta or in Orlando, um, I'm like, oh, my hair is so soft. My skin is so soft. I'd actually rather have a humid heat because at least I feel like maybe I'm a juicy roasting turkey (laughs) as opposed to like jerky. Yeah, that's a very good point. Although I will say when I moved to Mississippi when, uh, when I was very young and I did my first summer in uh, like deep the deep south and, you know, growing up in Idaho, like you you walk outside at night and it's chilly a lot of times, even if it's 100 degrees, mm-hmm. you know, during the day in the evening, it's desert. So it gets pretty chilly. And I remember walking out like my first week living in Mississippi at, you know, uh, like midnight and it was the same temperature and humidity as it had been during the day. It was still like 90 degrees, 90 percent humidity. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this? Wait, <laughs> this doesn't go away. So, yeah, it takes a little getting used to. It makes me think of people who have uh, seasonal affective disorder in the winter. But I just read that, according to The New York Times, that can happen for people in the summer, too. Does that ever happen for you? Do you do you avoid the sun so much you get depressed? <laughs> well, so it, actually, that is something that I suffer from. Um, you know, everyone thinks that summertime sadness is just a Lana Del Rey song, but it's actually a diagnosis. <laughs> so years and years ago, I had read an article, and I think it might have been in Psychology Today, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And the statistics were something around like, I don't know, like something around like 10% of people have seasonal affective disorder and like 10% of that 10% have it in the summertime. And everything just started clicking. Everything that they were talking about started clicking for me because as soon as it starts getting hot, as soon as it starts, you know, getting just like oppressive, like sunshine and stuff like that, I start shutting down and I can get into like a really dark place. And so that actually prompted me to go and see somebody about it where they confirmed that I was having seasonal affective disorder in the summertime. And people never believe me about it. I mean, it's like so rare that someone actually knows about it. And they just laugh at me and they think it's not real. And I'm like, no, really, summer tries to kill me every year. Like, (laughs) it's not funny. I mean, it's funny, but it's not funny, right? (laughs) It's like, here's all the things that everybody else enjoys, just you don't get to, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, it's something that I struggle with and I try to make light of because, you know, I, that's what I do. Okay, so for this scenario that I'm going to present to you, let's pretend it's late July. It's been triple digits for a few days. And at first it was cute and people were liking it. But now it's starting to get on everyone's nerves. Minerva, what do you do to reset your chill? When it gets to be summertime, I allow myself when it's hot to like throw off any self-imposed dietary restrictions. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to find something like cold to eat. Like I'm going to want ice cream or I'm going to want like soft serve or I'm going to want like something fruity and slushy and sweet. And 
And so I'm going to go on a search for something like that. Like I'm going to go to like goodies or what I'm really excited about this year is that there's like a new company that's opened up in Boise called Whippersnappers hmm. and they sell Dole Whip. They sell like Dole oh, frozen dessert. Like you Dole. Would, Yeah. The Dole Whip is right? great. Yeah. Like you would get it like a, an amusement park or something mm-hmm. or the Dole uh, pineapple plantation, which, you know, we never had any money growing up. So we didn't get to go do things like that, but I did try it once and I was like hooked immediately <laughs> so now I'm like now I'm like already getting ready because I like watch the website it's like I love whippersnappers.com and it's like I want to see where they're going to be because they move around depending on the date so that when it heats up I'm going to like throw a headscarf on and some big sunglasses and I'm going to go like on a mission for the Dole Whip. You kind of have to anymore. When I was a kid, I feel like there were tons of shaved ice places, like one on every corner. They were everywhere. And now you do kind of have to hunt around and like you kind of have to be in the know because it's not like they're on, um, you know, Google Maps or anything. Like these are tiny little mom and pop places. One just opened at uh, West Boise. If you're over here on Victory and Maple Grove, one just opened Mm -hmm. right next to the park and they have some fun flavors and stuff. I had one uh, recently just at like a little spot over kind of off of coal and it was cucumber melon flavored Mm. shaved ice Minerva. Uh, it, it like reset me for summer. I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm ready. I can do summer this year. It was so that good. That sounds really good. Yeah. Okay, so now we're in August and it's been hot mm. for a while. You open your weather app to see, you know, it's not it's not coming down anytime soon. The heat wave's already been going on for a while, but you're not fussed, Minerva, because you have a plan. What do you do? Well, by this time, I will have already firmly entrenched myself in caftan living. (laughs) So I will be in something filmy and breezy. There will be no corsetry for the rest of the summer. Like I will not be cinching anything unless I'm getting paid. (laughs) So this will be like minimal foundation garments. It will be long and flowing. My hair will perpetually be in in a Gabor-esque updo. And I'm going to hunt out an air-conditioned dark bar because Mm. I'm going to be surly and I'm going to need a cocktail and I'm probably going to need to start off with a grapefruit Rattler, which I allow myself to have in the summertime, but I'll be in a dark corner away (laughs) from the sunshine, deeply in the air conditioning, enjoying a bevy. I love that. Do you ever do a movie, like an afternoon movie in the summer? I love to do that when it's really hot. I actually rarely go to movie theaters. I hate them. Oh. I hate movie theaters. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I love movies and I love the big screen, but I hate the feeling like I'm in a big living room with a bunch of people. I I just really hate that. And I get super irritated if people talk during the movie. What about Barbie? Are you going to go see Barbie in the theater? I feel like that's a requirement. Ooh, I absolutely want to see Barbie. What sold me on that was that that trailer where her shoe, where she took her foot out of the shoe and her foot did not flatten out like a normal foot. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> this is going to be great. This is going to be perfect. So, okay. A new friend you're trying to get to know and hang out with asks you to go out in the middle of the day to have lunch on a patio. This friend obviously doesn't know you very well since you're going to be moping in the, the dark bar as far from the sun as possible. But you really like this person and you really want to hang out. It's 95 degrees though. What do you do and where where do you go and how do you, you know, where do you take this person instead of a hot patio 
in in August in Boise? Well, I am vehemently against eating outdoors. I really feel like humans have spent thousands of years perfecting shelter, and who am I to throw that in their faces? <laughs> um, ancestrally speaking, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so getting me to eat outside, I really have to like you. I am not a patio person. I don't, and part of that is not only. Um, do I not like the sun, but I'm very fair. And I mean, any color that you might see on my face, I apply. Like I am mayonnaise for sure. (laughs) And it's like, I burn very, very easily. So I will eat on the patio with you if there is a spot that I can be in the shade, preferably if there are misters. I mean, not just men. I was going to ask you, so you're a mister girl. You like the misters. Some Mm -hmm. people hate them. Yep. I love them. And they just, um, I'm a water person, so that really kind of comforts me. So um, I'm good with that. If I were to choose a patio, probably I think that a perfect patio for me would be the one at Ottavola mm. because it, there's like an option to be sort of in the shade. It is not uncommon for me to request that we don't eat outside if we're making plans. Like I will actually text that to the group. I'm like, can we eat inside? But yeah, I, I don't like to be a party downer either. So I will suck it up and do it. But I'm definitely going to have sunglasses. I might have hat, which is, you know, got to keep the sun off me. I found um, having a really good hat has made summer so much more bearable for me. And I want to give a shout out. Winco has $15 gigantic sun hats right now. Uh, And I, my husband got me one for my birthday. And uh, it's great. And I feel like that for me, having big, a big hat and sunglasses does a lot for me to be like, okay, Let's get out. Let's go outside. If I'm shaded, if I can bring my own shade with me, I feel like I can I can hack it. What other essential tools do you have to stay cool? I've got my big hat and sunglasses. What do you got? There are a couple of things I, I really can't live without when it comes to, to summertime. And this, my friends, is probably the biggest tip I can ever give you to get through summertime is you need to go and find yourself a cute little hand fan to carry in your bag. Just having that little air movement when it's hot makes all the difference. And I mean, sure, it may look a little bit like you're an old Southern lady sitting on your your veranda fan and yourself in the <laughs> in the throes of summer, but it really does make a huge difference. So I say get yourself a hand fan. You know, I think it should be illegal to rent someone a house in Boise without air conditioning. So make sure that you live in a place with air conditioning. So you're going to need a really good setting spray if you're a makeup girl like me. There are lots of ways to get your glam on and still manage to have it work out for you. So invest in a good setting spray. And then I also recommend getting a facial spray, just like one of those like atomized kind of like sprays that you can just kind of mist your face over just a little bit. If it's too hot, it shouldn't like mess up your makeup or anything. And it can just be like a little bit of a lift to get you through like the more oppressive sweltering days. I also have another little trick <laughs> in, and um, this is actually has two benefits. Like, you know, those little uh, insertable little cutlets for like to give yourself a little more cleavage or whatever in your bra. Of course. <laughs> <You> yeah. <just laughs> slap those sweater puppies in the freezer and then you just slip them in. You have a little bit of a boost and you have a little bit of coolness too. Oh, yeah, that's and, smart. Um, <laughs> and it lasts for a good while. A boobsicle. And Is this what you're... A boobsicle. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. 
So you just do that and um, it can make a huge difference. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one who does that, but that is a, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and never underestimate the power of a fluffy big powder puff just to dab any sort of if now I'm a star, so I don't perspire. But <laughs> if you are someone who does perspire, you, you can just use that to lightly dab. And it's just a little fresh, just a little freshness. And uh, you can you can keep your 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 cool, so to speak. I love that. That's a nice little, you have like a little heat kit with you for, for wherever you go. Um, something I've always done and, and have always done for my kids. Well, I mean, they're adults now. I don't do this anymore. But when they were little, something I would do, because, uh, you know, when you have kids and stuff, you're out in the heat, you're, you're like going to parks and doing stuff and you can't really avoid it as much. Um, I would always pack frozen grapes. And, there's, mm. you know, it's it's you can you can only eat so many like shaved ice or like popsicles or whatever. But just having something cold, you know, to pop in your mouth, just having something like that kind of keeps you going, makes you feel refreshed. So I think that's kind of like one of my my best mom hacks is like the frozen grapes in like a, a little a little cooler bag, you know, a little lunch bag uh, really, really helps me kind of get through. And then the other thing is I would say I don't care where I know if you don't have in a balcony, this obviously doesn't work. But if you have any kind of yard or balcony having a kiddie pool just the smallest little kiddie pool full of water so that you can um, stick your feet in there and just sort of enjoy if you're not like gonna go to the pool you're not gonna go to the river you're not gonna go to lucky peak but you still want to feel part of summer just a little kiddie pool to stick your feet in and read a book for a half hour really can help like make you feel like you're enjoying summer and not just hating it do you have any other like back pocket just like end of your rope trip tricks like that yeah. And, and it's similar to, to the kiddie pool thing. Like if I am absolutely miserably hot and I cannot shake it for some reason, I will run like a tepid bath and I will like sink into the tub in like not hot water, not, not cold water either, but just like, you know, tepid water and just like soak for a while and just like let my whole body cool down, get my hair wet, that kind of stuff. If I'm not, like you said, if I'm not going to go to Lucky Peak, I love to be out on a boat, even if it's hot, like, because the water's there, I'm like, it makes it okay. But like, I'm not really the type who's going to dive in and go swimming around other people and stuff like that, though I love it. So I will do that from the privacy of my own home. (laughs) Well, anything that you avoid specifically in Boise that you're just like, I know this is a summer thing, but I am not ever doing that. I've never floated the river. You know, and that would normally be like something I you would think that I would like because I like the water and, and stuff like that. But I avoid that just because I also think that I don't really want to be around great groups of people because when it's hot, you cannot talk to me a certain way and expect me to behave <laughs> rationally. Okay. I am I am malfunctioning as we speak in the heat, right? So it's like like all circuits are busy. Um so um so I avoid that. I avoid any kind of an event where there's a lot of pavement or asphalt, because it's just going to be 10 times as hot. I will occasionally do a park kind of thing if there's trees. But like, if it's like a, an event where there's a lot of heat, I'm not doing it. I, you know, I love you. Don't invite me to your barbecue. You know, I'm, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't want to sit in a hot 
I don't want to sit in a plastic chair in the heat ever. Yeah. Thank you. You know, so I, I, um, I tend to become a little more reclusive than normal in the summertime. And it's not that I don't love the people that I would normally see. It's just, I'm not able to be my best for them. And, uh, you know, I don't really want that to be what they remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think that like, what is really, really important for me during the really hot months. And, and I really think through any difficult situation, weather-wise or not, is, you know, really trying to keep a good sense of humor about everything, you know? So laughing if you're a sweaty mess and just accepting it and, you know, making jokes and stuff about the heat is always appropriate. It'll cool you right off. Well, Minerva, thank you so much for tr- uh, sharing your tricks to beat the heat. And I hope it's a cool one for you. I hope we have a nice, unseasonably cool summer this year. Well, me too. And you know, I hope that whether you're a summer person or not, you still manage to find some some fun in it out there, Idahoans, because, you know, that's what it's all about. And uh, I hope some of my tips and tricks worked. And Emma, as always, thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> of course. Thanks, Minerva. Thanks. Yay. Bye. And speaking of ways to beat the heat, don't let the delayed start to Boise River floating get you down. The Idaho Statesman is reporting that with three nearly full aquifers and high river levels, we're in for a great water season that will likely go until mid to late October. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not share it with a friend who also hates the heat? We'll be back tomorrow morning for your weekly news roundup. Bye.